The views, information, or opinions expressed during Wrestling Windown are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent any agency, organization, employer, or company. Hey, it's Lo, and you're tuned into Wrestling Windown. We have a special co-host today. Ashley is here. Hey, everybody. And we are going to talk about the latest on Raw, SmackDown, and NXT leading up to Elimination Chamber, as well as our word on the street. So grab your glass of wine. We're going in for the three count. This week on Raw, we saw the Raw Tag Team Championships change hands. The Street Profits defeated Seth Rollins and Murphy to gain their first WWE titles. How do you feel about that? I totally marked out. I was sitting in my bedroom, hitting the bed, jumping up and down. I was super excited. Even though I am a Seth girl, will always be a Seth girl after he signed something for me after my dad's heart attack. That was super awesome of him. But at the end of the day, it was great to see two young, fresh guys get out there and kick some butt. We know that they're facing off at Elimination Chamber, and obviously Elimination Chamber has not aired yet. But how are you feeling? Do you think that WWE would put them in a position to lose these titles so fast? Or do you think that they're going to keep them for a while? You know, it's a high possibility because there's always something odd up WWE's uh, sleeve. You know, I hope they get to keep them towards WrestleMania. If not, they get the rematch. You know, there's not supposed to be an automatic rematch clause, but that now or never came so quick and they just started running towards it. So I hope they keep the feud going. Fingers crossed they don't lose, but... Well, you know, I almost feel like Seth Rollins, they're trying to put him in this position to face off against Kevin Owens. So I feel like they're probably going to take him out of the tag team spotlight and put him into a single spotlight. So it really wouldn't make any sense, tag team speaking, to put the belts back on them, but that kind of like leaves Buddy Murphy or Murphy in a difficult position. Murph the Smurf. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, honestly, that's another thing. It's like, well, so what do you do with him if they don't put a belt on him? Is he going to become some type of recruiter for more apostles or disciples, whatever they're calling them these days? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, do they just put it on them temporarily? Like I said, I really hope that the guys get to keep their championship. I think it's it shows that they're putting some trust into the street profits, the crowds into them. Give them the opportunity. But again, Ricochet lost to Riddick Moss, so come on. We're we not even going to talk we about that. Right, we don't know what WWE is going to do by the minute, so let's right. just see, you know? <laughs> so the Tag Team Championships on SmackDown, are the number one contendership is up for grabs at Elimination Chamber, which I'm not really sure how to feel about that. I was on the Queen of Innies YouTube channel yesterday talking about my Elimination Chamber thoughts, and you guys should go check that out. But, I mean, we were both very dissatisfied that there's no mint Elimination Chamber this year. It's a damn tag match for a match at WrestleMania, and it's upsetting because... Like I said, you think about an Elimination Chamber pay-per-view and you think about the men's match. We didn't have the women's for a long time. And finally, yeah, we have the women, but first of all, we only have one. The other one is like, it's not even, it's non-existent. (laughs) We'll get to that. But having the tag titles, it's kind of like, what are you going to do with this? We saw last year Kofi Kingston showed up and showed out at this pay-per-view with Daniel Bryan. It was one of the better matches of the year leading up to Kofi Kingston gaining the world championship 
at WrestleMania. And it was such a huge moment that was one of the top moments of the year, if not of all time. So how are you feeling about having a tag elimination match? Honestly, I'm excited for it. Really? And I think it's because I just listened to the New Day podcast and mm-hmm. they had the Usos on there and they were talking about how much fun they had doing it. And, you know, hearing Xavier talk about, oh, I wanted all those crazy spots. I was all about it. And then I listened back to Busted Open, hearing Mark Henry on there. And then I remembered he was in one and then listening to backstage and talking about how it, it's the bigger guys getting cooped up in there. So I want to see how comfortable Otis and Tucker are going to (laughs) be in that little small cage waiting, you know, for their time to come out. I want to see where they're going to transition it. You know, is Mandy going to come out and play with Otis's mind? Or will the Usos turn on New Day? Or, you know, what's going to happen? Because you really don't know. Will there be an alliance with um, Bobby Roode and Dolph and Miz and Morrison? You know? Mm. So... I'm kind of excited for it just to see, you know, too, you've got Kofi and Morrison in there. Are they going to be restricted with their moves or, you know, are they going to, you know, do some parkour off of something pretty cool? Right. So, yeah, I kind of am excited just to see where it's going to go. But I can also understand, too, like you said, hey, where's the men's match? Where's the the women's match, but because they've gotten it so tied in for, you know, WrestleMania and what they're going to do with Reigns going towards Goldberg. So does that take it out? Yeah. But could they do something with U.S. or Intercontinental That's what I under said. there? Even Maybe. NXT. You know, right. NXT had their last takeover before WrestleMania in Portland, and now it's kind of like we're just hanging out. You know, we're waiting for the next takeover. And if NXT is this brand on its own, I don't understand why they couldn't weave in an NXT match into the last pay-per-view before WrestleMania. Or put UE in there, you know? Anything. Give, give them a little shine. But at the same time, it's one of those where we already know. We know NXT can fill a building with or right. without the quote-unquote main guys or whatever. Mm-hmm. They have a big special coming up, too. So oh, they their do? next one, their next um, show is actually going to be at the Performance Center. Oh, so, yes, you know, I did see that, yeah. Maybe they're just like, you know what, let's just keep them there and, you know, prep for that. But, oh, wow, now I'm thinking of other Elimination Chamber stuff that could happen. <laughs> <laughs> I feel <laughs> like know, there's, so many, there's, like, so much, there's so if, many more stories yeah, yeah, or right. ifs that could be in there. But, yeah, I am kind of am excited for the, the guys to get in there, you know, see these big guys just stuffed into this chamber. Does the chamber break early? Does it not, the pod not break at all? Hmm. You know, those cool things. And then remembering, too, when I was there at mm-hmm. T-Mobile and just the excitement of watching, you know, you know not knowing yeah. where those lights are going to go off. With the SmackDown Women's Championship, we don't have an Elimination Chamber match. And, you know, there's been rumors swirling online. Sasha had a couple words to say regarding the SmackDown Women's Championship. But it's a little bit weird. I think SmackDown obviously has a lot of competition over there that you could put on their own Elimination Chamber match. Mm -hmm. Raw has their own. And a lot of people are saying that one is predictable with the whole Shayna Baszler and Becky Lynch storyline that's going on. But... Why do we not get a SmackDown one is my question. I don't know. And I think given everything going on in the whole WWE platform, we could have just had an all-women's elimination chamber. doesn't matter what brand they Mm -hmm. were on. Mm -hmm. I would love to see Bianca Belair get her hands on Charlotte Mm -hmm. or um, teaming up with Naomi to get their hands on, you know, 
anybody. Right. You know, just to see that chemistry within the chamber. Oh, gosh. Like, here, like honestly, here's an idea. You could have brought over Bianca and Mia. And mm-hmm. then you could have had... Um, you could have had Sasha and maybe Naomi or Sasha and, you know, give Dana Brooke some shine or something. Then bring over a couple of the women from Raw. From Raw. Yeah. Or bring freaking bring back the Iconics. I'm not even going to lie. I'm excited to see them come back, what they're going to do. And put them in the chamber bring or have some type of a match. But when it comes to, like, the, the women's side over on SmackDown, it seems like we're pushing – to have Lacey. Well, honestly, to me, it seems like they don't really know what they want to do. Right. But at the same time, okay, we could put Lacey in there. We could put Naomi in there. We could put Carmella in there. We can put Dana in there. We could put Sasha in there and just see what happens. That's what they could have did. They really could have did. I can understand why, you know, Sasha was pissed because I need something to do. This is my livelihood and you're sitting me at home again. You know, thanks for letting me sit home and make money. But at the same time, I want some excitement. Right. Those five could have gave a great show. But they seem conflicted. They don't know where they want to go with Bailey. Take the strap off of her and give it to somebody else. And let's see where we can go. Just start scratch. Okay, here's the thing for me. So Naomi, when she came back at Royal Rumble, she had this huge moment. And she hadn't been in the in-ring competition for months right. people are wondering where she was you know and she makes his grand debut back at the royal rumble and everyone's excited media picks it up wendy williams picked it up all these people are picking it up because she wore her natural hair she was herself people really like that and it seemed like wwe was like oh, okay we'll give her a chance we see the publicity that she's mm-hmm. getting she lost her match against <laughs> bailey for the wwe women's championship and it's like what are you doing with this girl? She can put butts in the seats, you know, and it's like you're kind of, oh, we don't want to give her the shot. Like, she's held the title before. She was a great champion, and she's pushed for so long to have this glow character, and they finally just said, okay, well, fuck it. We'll just do it. But now it's like, are you going to let her shine? Are you just going to be like, we'll use you when we need you? It has to honestly do with the fact that, and I hate to say this because I am their fans. It has to do with Usos. Really? It's trust. It's a trust factor. They want to be able to see that they can trust their her husband and her brother-in-law to stay there, not get in any trouble, because they travel together. And if I don't got nothing for them to do, I sure as hell don't have nothing for you to do. I've I've noticed it now because, like Jeff Hardy said the other day, I've been backstage for two weeks waiting. They have to feel like they trust you. They're, they trust the husbands now just enough. Now, okay, we do know Naomi has something. She went to Riyadh. She got cheated. Like, that was ridiculous, the way that they she got cheated in Riyadh. They do it again, and they failed that attempt again. They Something there, it's a trust factor. Well, but let me she ask can you do this. it. She can do it. Let we me ask know you that. this. So back on the Raw site, we see Andrade. He's back after his 30-day wellness policy violation. And he's going up against Humberto Carrillo at Elimination Chamber. But during this time when he's been out, we've seen Angel Garza and Zelina Vega have this weird team together. But it goes back to this trust thing that you're talking about. So they trust him after he's went against the wellness policy. But Naomi, who has done nothing wrong, she's just affiliated with the Usos because she's married to one, doesn't get an opportunity. Work, make it make sense. Okay. Two words. Charlotte okay. Flair. <laughs> <laughs> and they also said that Andrade's 
it really wasn't a full on abuse because they found that maybe something that he took just crossed the line a little bit, but he had to do the 30 days is what they claim. Okay, well, so, but again, it goes back to Charlotte Flair. I get that, the influence. Yeah, I get that. It's just, you think about it like it's not fair. You know, Naomi has this potential and honestly, it would make sense business-wise at this point to put the title on her, especially since she's been getting this publicity from outside of WWE. It seems like that's what they want. You see the Bella Twins are getting inducted. They've had that influence outside the WWE to make it a household name on reality television. And Naomi's been on Total Divas since it started. Total Divas, Essence Magazine, all types of fitness, her music. She has so much going on for her. And, you know, we know that Naomi also, you know, experienced something similar to Dana, a a death in the family that really hit her hard, that she had to take some time away. But also because she was in the car when that situation happened, Mm -hmm. they could be holding that against her. And I don't think it's right because she's one of my favorites. She can do anything better than so many of the women that are out there. And sometimes it looks like she's not even trying, you know? So I honestly would love to see her get the strap. And I want to see her take down Bailey. I want to see her put Sasha in her place. You know, hey, you were team bad, but please remember that I'm the reason why you were team bad. Get it together, girl. <laughs> you, you're, you're Snoop's cousin. That's it. You need to remember you're Sasha Banks and do your little bank statement. Have a good time. But I'm Naomi. I got the glow. Let's jump over to this Raw Elimination Chamber match. It's loaded with competition. We have Asuka, Natalia, Shayna Baszler, and all of the Riot Squad, or the former Riot Squad, so Liv, Morgan, Ruby, Riot, and Sarah Logan. And we saw this week on Raw that Sarah Logan stood tall. She was the referee in the match between Riot and Morgan. And this was a, a match to look forward to because we saw what Liv Morgan did during the contract signing. She jumped over that table like she was on Jerry Springer. She did not <laughs> care. She did not care. So we knew that was going to happen. But to see Sarah Logan be put over like that, well, how did you feel about that? Because I was interested in it just because I feel like Sarah Logan really hasn't had a character of her own since they broke up. And now I feel like they're trying to put her in this position like the underdog almost. Like, don't count her out because she'll come back and kick everyone's ass. Yeah. I feel like she's been the forgotten member. Yeah. And she has this whole totally different presence about her compared to Ruby and to Liv. It'll be nice to see how far she can go. And again, here we are looking at this chamber. And I got to tell you, I don't want Asuka in the chamber. Her and Kyrie, I need them to be giving it up because they're not doing anything with it. Natalia, again, she's kind of like, I like her just like I like Naomi. She deserves better. I've seen yeah, I've said that before. She deserves I, better. Well, you know, when I, when I was given my elimination chamber thoughts, I said that it almost seems like they always put Natalia in this match or these type of matches as like, oh, well, we know what you're doing, so we'll put you in this match. But it's like she either wins and they really don't give her an opportunity to shine for long or she loses and it's like, okay, you've wasted her time again. Exactly. Which I don't understand. She deserves so much better. She and you would think as a member of the Hart family, they always love to throw that out there. Hart family. She's a pioneer. But you think about it. She's a third generation superstar. You have Charlotte Flair. She's second generation. They did all their stuff on NXT before NXT was cool. Right. And they had matches on, you know, yeah, the main roster in before. The main roster, but, but she's Natalia. 
she's natty. She's she's not to take it from the Dusty Rose thing, but she's the common woman. Everyone loves her. Everyone can feel a love for her in some way, whether if it's Natalia, the girl with the flawless makeup and the Louis Vuitton that everyone seems to love and the and love her for her cat. <laughs> she's a daddy's girl. And most of us girls are daddy's girls mm-hmm. for life, you know? And she has a passion for a sport where she was the first and only woman to survive the that art dungeon, <laughs> that, yeah. that, the dynasty, the dungeon. She has all this history, and she's she's not being used right. I can see if you know maybe they'll do something with her and Beth again, but again, where's that fair? This I feel is like, natty. I feel like the natty and Beth thing because I was reading about that they were thinking about having them involved in a women's tag match at WrestleMania, but we've, we've seen that. But again, this is natty. It almost natty seems like well, we need so to. Much. The only way to hype her is to put Beth with her, and that's what irritates me. Huge, huge. Honestly, take her to SmackDown. Really? Yeah. Put her with her best friend. Put her with Naomi. Give them the straps. Done. Hmm. I don't know how to feel about that one. I don't know how to feel about that And the only that reason one. why I say that is because when I see their social, mm-hmm. it's the love that they have. I think it would work. Mm-hmm. Versus, you know, keeping her on Raw to be the mama bear. Let those girls go. They got it. So how are you feeling about this Elimination Chamber match? Are you thinking it's an obvious win for Shayna Baszler? Or do you think they're going to swerve us somehow? I don't think there's a swerve. Honestly, <laughs> it, it's, it's Shayna Baszler. Woohoo. I'm so excited about it. Like I, I, You are I, excited? I, I, want, I want to be excited about it. But again, you've got Asuka who should be dealing with her championship. you got Natty getting done wrong again. You've got three great girls who they've got something for the business that is going to get overlooked because they're in in, in the chamber. I would love to see them in a triple threat and maybe just getting well, surprised. Well, don't you feel like maybe up. this chamber will help build towards it that? It can. Honestly, I would love just, I want Sarah to get her comeuppance mm. because, like I said, she's the forgotten member. I want to see what they really were going to do with that Liv character before they, well, I'm not even going to talk about what they did, but <laughs> <laughs> at the end of the day, we know that it's going to be Shayna. Shayna. Do you see Shayna dethroning Becky? Honestly, personally, I feel like Becky Lynch, She when she first got these two titles, mm-hmm. let's start with that, she was very dominant. It felt like they were booking her better. Mm-hmm. And then they put her in that storyline with Seth where you know that they said girlfriend do you know they're dating it seemed like that watered her down completely and now they're just kind of like well we don't know what to do with her i feel like she hasn't really defended her title that much and i almost feel like they just don't know what to do with her and maybe they've been waiting for Shayna baszler to be ready enough to put on the main roster because they feel like she's dominant enough to hold the title but here's the thing ronda rousey was seen at the wwe headquarters last week and people are assuming and i use assume strongly that ronda rousey might take the title off of Shayna baszler if she is given the opportunity to even hold the title how are you feeling about that i know a lot of people they have mixed reviews on ronda rousey and i do personally as well and we've mentioned it on this podcast before but how do we know that she isn't going to do the same thing again and be like, okay, well, I won my title. I, you know, I put WWE, quote unquote, on the map by coming as an MMA fighter. And now I'm, you know, a WWE superstar for a year. I don't want Shayna to win. Oh, my God. I don't want her to win because Why? I Because I want to see somebody. I want to see someone else beat Becky. Who? I don't know. But at the same time, it's kind of like, it, it, it's, okay, I'm going to tell you why. <laughs> When you the the MMA fad, right? Mm-hmm. So Brock left, he came back, Rhonda, 
And then now you've got Shayna and they're like, MMA, MMA. And then they're like, oh, no one can hold a candle to him. No one can hold a candle to him. Then it's like, mm, how can think, I say okay, this? It's like, but here's the thing for me. Shayna did her time at NXT. She did. She's not like Ronda. She actually trained. She, she did. Kept, she went to NXT. She's the only woman to win the title, the NXT Women's Championship, two times. And she held it. A long duration of time with both of them. But who's going to come after besides Kyrie Singh? Because that's the only person she has a relationship with. So that Oscar. <sighs> yeah, but again, that means they got to get rid of those championships, which they probably they will need too quickly. So, all right, <laughs> say they get it. Say say Shayna wins. Who are they going to bring in? Are they going to bring somebody else up? I know we've been Bianca waiting for was, Bianca. I know she was backstage when the guys won last week. I know she's got the thing going on with Charlotte. Will this bring Charlotte and Becky together to take no, down no, Shayna? No, because <laughs> Becky supposedly is eloping after WrestleMania. Oh, yeah. Okay, then. I did not read that anywhere. Yeah. So that's the scuttle. You think so they're going to like, take the title off her so she's able to go elope? Or do you yes. think they're going to forget their own rule again about defending every 30 days and let her keep that title? I think she's going to lose it. I hate to say it, but I think she's going to lose it. I hate that she's going to lose it to Shayna, but there's no one else. Now, if so if you're going to build it up, then who are you going to build up to come after her besides the two people whose mic skills aren't the best? Asuka and... And Kyrie's might skills aren't the best. Yeah, but I and mean, in I the ring. Need, it, and, and, it, <laughs> yeah, they have a great communication in the ring. But, you know, some of these fans around here, they want to hear your mic skills. They want right. to, you know, they want to see and it. fans are disrespectful, too. Yeah. So, so what else What else do we got? So are we going to bring up Bianca? Are we going to bring up the, the rest of the four horse women? Are we going to bring up Rhea? Are we going to let Rhea lose? And we're going <laughs> to... <laughs> bring re-up where where are we going there has to be something does it now question for you does it even matter now at this point where these championships travel to we've got three brands you know what i don't think wwe is really thinking about that anymore i think you know when i first started watching wrestling years ago i think it was very brand specific mm -hmm. if you were on raw you were going for the raw branded titles if you were on smackdown you were going for those and ecw same same thing. But now it's like we see someone challenging for the NXT title who is a member of the Raw roster. Exactly. It seems like they just want to mix things up. And that's how it should be. If NXT is being treated as this brand that is just as big as Raw and SmackDown, their titles should be defended by all three. You know, people should have the opportunity. And same with the Raw and SmackDown. But that leads me to the women's titles, the tag titles. They so, have to be done that way, right? I was talking about that yesterday. I was saying, you know, we have these titles. They haven't been defended. You would think Bailey and Sasha, maybe. They were the first title holders. But Bailey has her own title, so I don't really see her jumping back into the tag team spotlight anytime soon. The Iconics, if you brought them up, people would be like, well, where have you been for the last six months? Like The rumor is they're going to put a tag team match on the WrestleMania card. But if you have no build... How are you going to do that? You have a couple weeks until WrestleMania. I would think maybe they would bring up an NXT team. That might be exciting. But have we seen anyone tagging in NXT other than Dakota Kai and her new backup? We oh, really ha we haven't <laughs> seen a real tag team. We saw Matt Riddle and Pete Dunne. They were put together for the Dusty Tag Team Classic. Two people who have never tag teamed together. And now they're champions. Are they trying to do that same exact 
mindset for these titles if they were to bring someone up from NXT because it really doesn't make sense for anyone now that's on the Raw and SmackDown rosters to even be in a tag team and go for these titles unless they pair Natalia and Beth to try and get these titles. On SmackDown, you've got Carmella and Dana. You've got Alexa and Nikki. Nikki. I mean, those two might be, yeah. rumor has it that the next disciples are going to be the Iconics. But why? Because you got to have, if you're following the progress, if you're following the timeline, when CM Punk had his crew, he had Serena Serena. Deeb, right? Got to bring in, you got to attract it some way. Now, me personally, I'm kind of iffy on it. Maybe one of them, but not both. It doesn't fit their but character. But it doesn't, right. I also heard that they may be revamping all that as well. They but there's, to re- a, whole nother, they there's a whole nother topic a in my back. head They about need to take a step too. back and go back to what they had in NXT because that was entertaining. Once they got up to the main roster, it seemed like they almost doubled what they were doing and it just became annoying. But you also got fire and desire. I, I'm not a fan. I, I am, but I'm not. I wish... Honestly, I wish they would take Sonya out and have her shine on her own. True. You're a total Divas fan. They had that storyline where they were going to do her and Mandy as a couple, and they nixed that at the last minute. And then suddenly you get Liv and Lana. Right. So I feel like they haven't really given them an opportunity to shine. They've put Mandy in the storyline with Otis, but it's like... I felt like they should have had that, you know, the month of February and let it go. I feel like now she's become a tertiary character in that, mm-hmm. too. Um, that's now going towards Otis and Dolph. Right. And, but there's, there's, you know, the rumor. Is it Sonya behind the text message? Is it Tucker behind the text message? How, I don't have time for this. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nobody got time for that. I don't have time. So it's like, I don't know. Or, uh, so, yeah. If they're going to give the title, you can give it to Fire and Desire. But at the same time, I'm all about Sonya getting her own thing one day. On the Raw side, maybe one day my girl, I got her T-shirt on right now. You know, maybe Nia Mm -hmm. Jax will come back and she'll get, maybe she can get paired up with Natty. Well, we're going to talk about her and our word on the street and a little bit about where she's at and a couple other superstars on the injury side of things. That would be good. I mean, you know, we got Natty. Liv Morgan, maybe she'll end up getting paired with someone. I mean, I would like to see what she's going to do, though, in singles. Right. I now have a heart for her after Total Divas. Like She's <laughs> she's pretty cool. You know, I kind of like this girl. Um, who else is there left? Honestly, it's they haven't cultivated it the way that I like. They, they dropped the whole Becky and Charlotte taking the championship, which is fine because they did go a good route with Asuka and Becky, which was within the last 30 days right? Um, of the championship because they had some unfinished business. But it's just not communicating anymore with that championship on them. Mm-hmm. I need it. To, I need to see it go somewhere, you know, put it on NXT. Let's find some women who can come together and be a great tag team. There's a lot of women there who aren't getting looked at weekly. Um, there's some guys that we've seen come out that I'm like, who, who the hell is this? Right. Let's bring some girls out that I can be like, who the hell is this? And let's see what they're <laughs> going to do. You know, this uh, Chelsea Green, she looks like she could probably do a little bit. You know, I've seen her on, you know, Zack Ryder's Twitter all these years, you know, with Mm -hmm. them being together. And, you know, hey, maybe there's something out there and maybe they need to find her a tag partner and put her in, you know, their little crew. Right. Um, Shotzi Blackheart 
if you get Tegan Knox out of this whole little space with Dakota Kai, let's see, you know, what we can do there. Honestly, that's over. I it, it, it's it's over because Tegan's good, and and we've known that, and Dakota's good. Yeah, and Dakota doesn't need a mouthpiece. No. So either those two become, you know, tag champs together. They've got they've got some they got some work to do. Yeah, guys, you got some work to do. If this is going to continue being the age of the women's wrestler, let's do something with it. Let's talk about Randy Orton and this Edge thing that's been going on. So we know Edge is going to be on Raw this week, but last week we saw Randy Orton and Beth Phoenix came out and gave an update on her husband. And a lot of people online, the first thing that they thought was that she was going to get RKO'd. And, of course, she ended up getting RKO'd. And we know that Edge is going to come on Raw this week and he's going to be pissed off and it's going to lead to them having a match at WrestleMania. How are you feeling about this whole Edge return and this I would say, upcoming match with Randy Orton. The Legend Killers trying to come back. I love it. I, I loved I loved the Legend Killer. I loved it before we knew that he was being racist online. Yeah, I had to stop following him a while back. <laughs> I was just like, what is he yeah. doing? I'm done. Um, but I, yeah, I, you know, I love Edge. I can see some, something's going to happen. What right. I still don't know. You've, been a legend killer to my wife you tried to kill me we're in we're pg pg 13 right you know we've got to be careful i honestly go ahead and just bring back the tvma and the pg 13 and leave it there because oh. <laughs> i i miss some of that stuff but at the same time let's see where where can we go i feel like they have a lot of places that they could go i mean they both have been in the business a really long time and they have both been under the WWE banner when it has been PG. So they know, you know, the yeah. limits that they can go. But yeah, I get what you're saying. Maybe it's not as enticing for the older audience now that it's not as out there right. as, as it was before. from the older audience, you know, I'm the 40 plus club. Right. So I remember, you know, going back to when it was, you know, just characters to when it got pretty hardcore and you know sometimes you need that variance that 9 to 10 p.m variance Mm -hmm. so you know put them on between 9 to 10 but they always have had a rule don't mess with my wife don't mess with my kids he messed with the wife he messed with the kids he better not he it's too late he's already i love your kids more than i love than you love them where are we going with this? I know, but we've seen the storylines where they go in their houses and stuff, and I'm just like, okay. They, I need us to kind of not do that yeah, too much here. I agree. But, um, they've got to do something to keep keep the fans. Um, I feel like Edge may come out and, you know. I feel like they really don't need to do. Them. <laughs> yes, I feel like, but they really don't need to do a lot here because Edge hasn't been active in the ring for right. all these years. So I feel like anything that they produce that has Edge in it, people will be interested in no mm-hmm. matter what. So. Edge just needs to be careful because right now the biggest thing is we when they do have the official match, we want Edge, we want the we want the fireworks. Right. We want the Edge heads to come out like crazy. I want to see the guys running from the back. <laughs> I want all that real cool stuff, you know, but Let's see what they're going to do this Monday. I have a feeling that Edge is, you know, he's going to spear him out, out the ring. But there, there's going to be some good talk. Real good talk. NXT this week was very interesting. We saw the Velveteen Dream go against Roderick Strong, which has been a match that we've been waiting on. 
Velveteen Dream came back a couple weeks ago, and he is out to get Roderick Strong. But the ending of this match was something that we definitely did not expect. So it was a steel cage match. But at the end, we saw Dream shove Strong out of the cage, and he went for Adam Cole. And we see Velveteen Dream on the top of the cage holding Adam Cole's NXT championship. He leaves the arena with the championship. How are we feeling about this? This is like the biggest swerve. We did not expect this. But like I said a couple weeks ago, I think we were wondering where Velveteen Dream fit into everything a couple weeks ago when he came back. We knew he held an NXT North American Championship and he had to relinquish that title because the UE attacked him. And now we were trying to see, was is he going to go back to the North American Championship and go against Keith Lee? Or where does you know where does this put him? And now seeing that he's trying to go up against Adam Cole is kind of shocking. Yeah, um, <laughs> <laughs> it's no secret I'm an Adam Cole fan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm an Adam Cole stan. Not gonna lie, I like Velveteen. You know he's he's great. I was hoping that you know he continue with Roderick. I wanted to see where when it was really old school. You know. Again, being in the older crowd and seeing the trunks with with the wife and the by kid. The way, by the way, before we even go any further, <laughs> no one has still added me this man's spray painter for his tights. I've been asking for two weeks now. Come on, y'all! <laughs> I need this in my life, please, anyone. I oh my gosh! If you find out, I need a t-shirt. <laughs> I gotta say, Roddy, he isn't the strongest in the group. We know that. But I was looking to see them continue this on because it was a blood battle. Right. You know, and I feel like it kind of just didn't get finished there. Mm -hmm. I wanted a little bit more story. Now, you're coming after my man. (laughs) We got to have a talk, Velveteen. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I thought it was interesting. They really haven't incorporated Marina. And seeing that she is in NXT, it would have been extremely easy to at least show her, have her come out to the ring she, with I mean, Roderick. she came for a hot second. She dropped off the kendo stick, and then she yeah, went back. but... But it wasn't, you know, it wasn't enough. She was spray-painted on his tights with her yes, child. Yes. Like, there should have been more involvement, I in want, my opinion. I wanted her to get in there. Yes. I wanted her to, you defend know... Defend herself. Let's, let's defend ourselves. A little low blow, a little slap, a little something. I right. mean, you, you're attacking my husband. You've put my child on blast. You've put me on blast. That's not cool. Mm-hmm. And she didn't do anything but bring out the Kindle stick. I would have bought a, a Kindle stick, a chair, a table. The I would have the kitchen sink. I would have found old girl my sledgehammer underneath. <laughs> I would have found anything, some Legos. I would. I'm serious. Like you're not gonna do that. That's that's my husband. Right. That this is our family. You've gone too far, kid. And again, maybe it's the Adam Cole fan in me. But if I was the UE, all of us would have been jumped in there. Mm -hmm. I don't care what the rules is. It's still cage. We're all jumping in there. We're taking you down, dude. This is you. Again, like I said, there's things you don't touch. That's the man's family. And there was wife. You don't do that. You don't talk about someone's child. You don't talk about someone's wife. That is the rules of wrestling. And he broke up. Let's do something about it. Right. And they didn't. And the swerve, honestly, another one of those times I'm sitting in my room with my jaw on the floor like, oh, my God, I cannot believe he just came after the world championship. I'm all about it, though. After saying all that, I am all about (laughs) it because it's going to be it's going to be really cool to see where they take it. You know, I want to see 
see him talk about the reign of the UE and how he's going to be the one to take down the prophecy. Right. I'm looking forward to that. Mm -hmm, Me too. Let's get into our word on the street. We have a lot of superstars that are coming back from injury in time for WrestleMania or around the time. All right. So Nia Jax, we know that she underwent double knee surgery shortly after last year's WrestleMania. She's reportedly very close to returning, and I've seen her on Instagram. She's doing photo shoots. She looks healthy, so hopefully she gets back in here. I'm thinking they're probably going to do a battle run for the women. It seems like they always throw that in at WrestleMania, whether it's on the pre-show or the main show. As long as it isn't three hours long for the whole pay-per-view, I'm good if they add in a battle royal. I feel like it will spotlight the women that we mentioned earlier who might not be involved in any of these other matches, as well as the NXT women, giving them a spotlight to shine. So we'll see if she comes back for WrestleMania. That would be nice to see her come back for WrestleMania. Now, again, you know, that's only a few more weeks away. You know, maybe they may hold off. Mm -hmm. Maybe the Raw after. The Raw after or, you know, maybe right before the next pay-per-view. You Mm -hmm. know, give her her a few promos beforehand. And does she come back as, you know, not like most girls? Or is she going to come back, you know, a little bit more rough and tough? Another superstar that is unfortunately... Returning soon is Lars Sullivan. Oh, joy, and... oh, rapture. <laughs> Lars Sullivan, he underwent surgery as well. They're saying that he should be ready to return anytime soon, but me and probably all of Twitter thinks that he does not need to return. Honestly, a lot of people have forgotten about him, and he's had a lot of heat based on the stuff that he said online, as well as his past coming out. So I don't really know where he falls in anywhere. I feel like they probably should put him back in NXT because he's just going to be sitting and catering for the foreseeable future. True. Or let Alistair Black just finish taking him out. And then we don't have to see him anymore. Bye, Lars. Another thing that you guys have probably noticed on SmackDown recently are these flashing lights that seem to come up everywhere. They've come up on the actual TV, but last week we saw it where it was a talking segment between Mandy and Dolph, and it was Mm -hmm. in the background. And I didn't notice it at first until I watched it after, and I was like, oh, they're being sneaky. What the hell is this? I keep saying that. Um... You know, I think it's Ali. That they keep saying that it could be Ali, but you know there has been rumors that there are a couple guys who've been said to be going to NXT, but they could be coming to SmackDown. It could be something for Jeff Hardy. It could be anything at this point. Honestly, hmm. um, it wouldn't shock me that is for Ali, given that you know we've seen him with those types of lights and everything. Right. Um, a new revamp for him. I, I'm excited to find out because it keeps popping up at the weird times and they're ignoring it. Like, yeah. oh, they don't see it. I'm like, okay, we all see it. What is it? Yeah, <laughs> Who is it? Right. I'm getting really excited. Could it be a new woman superstar that we're not even thinking about? Hmm. hmm. Just some thoughts. That's interesting. I didn't even think of that. I honestly feel like it's Ali. I feel like that fits his character, but you never know. I mean, they've signed a couple people recently that are ready to go. I feel like they could forego NXT. I think of Killer Cross. What if it's him? Right. And they bring up Scarlett Bardell. I mean, it could honestly be anyone. But at the same time, it could be Jeff Hardy. I feel like he hasn't really had a strong character within WWE ever since they brought him back with Matt. Yeah, they had that, you know, at WrestleMania. They had their moment, and everyone will remember that. But now Matt's gone. We don't know where he's going. That's a whole other story. But Jeff is kind of like on his own. And Mm -hmm. yeah, he's been on his own before, but they've never really 
put a lot of time into his character, in my opinion. I feel like they've always been like, oh, yeah, he's, you know, he's like the the more the artistic. Yes, enigma. He's, the, he's the artistic Hardy. But it's like, what else is he? He's held tag team titles. He's held intercontinental titles. Put some respect on his name. Let's yeah. give him a little bit more character. We see what Randy Orton's getting. We see what Edge is getting. Let's put a little bit more thought into it. And a lot of people are surprised that Jeff Hardy is returning. He's had a lot of issues that people thought would end his career. Mm-hmm. But we're seeing that, you know, he's still trying to get back into the ring. He's trying to do what he loves. So I'm hoping that WWE at least put some effort into his yeah. character. Maybe that will motivate him to not go down the wrong path. Well, he, he said it this week. He's on the right path. He finally took the help. Mm-hmm. And he accepted it, and he's doing something better every day for it. He feels like a better man. So, you know, I hope that we get to see him soon, that we don't have to wait much longer. Right. Um, But the lights, you know, maybe the lights are for Ali. Maybe they are for someone else. I just can't wait to see Jeff Hardy get his butt back in there because he's got something that is either going to go maybe not with The Fiend, but with Bray Wyatt. Hmm. Or... um, Again, when you're on that second half of that second season, rather, of your career, mm-hmm. there's there's something there. Of course, he's going to be there to teach the younger guys. Right. Could he tag? Hey, could he tag with Ali? That would be interesting to see. Why not? It's Women's History Month. We're going to wrap up this episode by kind of getting a little bit of our uh, fan response that we got on Twitter. So I asked, who are three of your favorite female WWE superstars, past or present? So we'll give ours first, and then we'll kind of go into... A lot of what the fans said. So for mine, I think Bianca Belair, I think she's doing such a fabulous job on NXT. And she's just really herself. And that's what I really enjoy. I think she's the future. She's the present and she's the future. I think Nia Jax is another one. She's done an absolutely great job at defying the character that you don't have to be a certain size or have a certain look to be a WWE female superstar. And she's held the title before. Yes, she's out with injury, but I really think that she's going to come back and she's going to come back stronger than ever. And finally, Trish Stratus, she's held the title. She is a WWE Hall of Famer. There isn't much that you can't say about Trish Stratus because she's done it all and we see her she's still an active part of WWE she has her own specials on the network and stuff like that and we've seen her come back for the Royal Rumble and Wrestlemania so those are my three who are your three it's so hard for me to knock it down to three because I have so many years of watching wrestling um someone asked me this the other day and I was like geez you know I can try. <laughs> um, right now, I got to say there there's this tie with Mia Yim and Bianca Belair because mm-hmm. they represent so much of the future and a bit of for with Mia Yim that present because she's been around for so long. Mm-hmm. Her name is just getting out there bigger now. Right. Um, you know, you've got Bianca to where she is. She's everybody's girl. Mm-hmm. Like you see her and you're like, oh my gosh, I can hang out with her. She she's a fighter. She's gonna stand up. 
And one of my favorite lines that I use now all the time is, girl, you don't even go here. <laughs> like that is like by far my one of my favorite lines out there. And she she's proud of who she is. She's proud to be a black woman. She's proud to represent NXT. And then with Mia Yim, she has been through so much. She's that kind of woman that domestic violence is real, you guys. And she has stood up for so many women outside of wrestling saying, hey, it's okay. You can come back from this. Mm -hmm. So I've uh, for my future, I have those two tied. My present day, um, again, I have got a lot. And like one of my highlight ones, of course, is going to be Nia Jax because she is, you know, as as a chubby girl, she you know shows that hey, you can do anything. But I gotta say, I am a Naomi. Mm -hmm. I I am uh, again. It's it's that. Um, as an African-American, she shows, again, you can be and do whatever you want and get involved and do whatever you want. You can stand out. You don't have to have the title. You don't have to have, you know, the the movies and all that stuff. You know, she started off as someone not even in the industry and how now it's taken the industry by storm. Right. And like I said, Essence Magazine, Fitness Magazines, Music, whatever. She wants it. She's going to go at it. And then in my past. So when I was a little kid, I wanted to be a valet. I wanted to be a manager. And the ultimate managers, the ultimate valets, but the, also the ultimate badasses was woman and sensational Sherry. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, you had Miss Elizabeth. And I wanted to be those three women put together mm -hmm. <laughs> as a kid. But out of those three, sensational Sherry. Hmm. She was just hard, man. Like, she was rough. But she was such a lady. Like, you're going to respect it. This is this is Sister Sherry. You know, she took care of all her guys. They knew that they were going to be champions. She was a champion in her own way. She was out there kicking butt, you guys. So, for me, top three, I'm going to have to go with Sensational Sherry. I'm going to have to go with Naomi and Mia Yim. Those are really good. We're going to go to Twitter and see what a couple of the people on there had to say. Hi, Lopez4 said Sasha Banks, Becky Lynch, Trish Stratus. Don Z. Donnie, he said Stephanie McMahon, Tori Wilson, and AJ Mendez. We mm. did get a lot of AJ. I can see it. Yeah. yeah. Not Ivory said Trish, Naomi, and Brie Bella. Wednesday KC said Lita, AJ, and Alexa. El Generico said Lita, Asuka, and Charlotte. We had Tatiana Nicole one who said Nikki Bella, Naomi, and Trish Stratus. We had Hawk Stan Dan who said Ruby Riot, Sasha Banks, and Chelsea Green. We had Chaz Man R. Flover. He said Trish, Rhea Ripley, and Lita. We had Anissa Barr who said Lita, Melina, and Ashley. And finally, we had Brittany Sacco who said Nikki Bella, Rhea Ripley, and Lita. I think we saw a lot of repeats in here, mm -hmm. but we also saw a lot of ones that Marcel Zelina Vega, we had Mickey James and some of them, we had Asuka, Charlotte, Paige. So there was a lot of variety, yeah. but it seems like a lot of people really gravitated towards Trish and Lita, which is expected, as well as as well as Sasha Banks, Nikki Bella, the Bellas just in general. So that was very interesting to see. Yeah, I mean, honestly, there are so many great women who've been a part of wrestling. You've got Stephanie McMahon. You've got Trish Stratus. You've got Lita, Melina. Oh, my gosh. Melina is still doing great work, right. you know? There's so many great women. It's hard to narrow to three. I mean, China. 
Yeah. My God, you know? Right. Beth Phoenix, those two, there would not be a Nia Jax without those two. Mm-hmm. And then if you go back, you had Mae Young. Mm-hmm. And the transition that she made from where she was having to, they were ladies and they had to always be together to then she got to do her thing to she came back as someone older and she taught it to the younger girls. Ashley Massaro, may she rest in peace. You've got all these wonderful women who did so much for the industry that on today being International Women's Day, all you can say is thank you and I want some more. Thank you, Ashley, for joining me today on Wrestling Wind Down. We can't wait to have you back. Absolutely. I can't wait to come back. This was so much fun. You guys, if you ever get a chance to do a podcast, say yes. This is the best thing I've ever done. This was so great. I hope to be back soon. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Wrestling Wind Down. You can find all of our other episodes available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and wherever else you listen to your podcast. You can also find us on Twitter and Instagram at WWDCast. That is at WWDCAST. Let us know what you thought about the episode. What was your favorite part? We upload episodes every week. Until next time, enjoy your wine and, of course, enjoy your wrestling. Cheers! Cheers.